and three. We're live. Good evening, Jobber Nation. Welcome to another episode of the JTP Lounge. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with So Wilkins and Mr. Black. And we have a very, very special guest with us, a very special friend to the Jabba Tears podcast. Um, as everyone knows, when we have a guest, I don't introduce them, they introduce themselves. So without further ado, our guest tonight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, friends and enemies, those who know me and have studied me, refer to me as a designer of a higher conscious. I'm the divine leader, the child of the eighth day, Saeed al Subah. There you go. Welcome, 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 welcome. We have been looking for you, sir. Where you been? What's been going on? What is new? Before we jump into asking all the the million dollar questions that we probably have for you, what's new with you? Um, I'm good. Um, staying out of trouble, working on a few things um, that eventually um, I can present to you guys as soon as possible. Okay. All right. So actually, Mr. Black, do you? I'm gonna let you start. Man, you listen, man. Question for our lovely guest. No, our man, I gotta give this man. The show. I gotta give this man flowers. You know, my tradition to all the guys I like in the ring. I've been telling everybody, you like the human video game. Your moves in the ring is so fluent. Like, there's no. It's oh my god! I'm like, wow! It bring a tear to my eye. Poetry in oh, motion. Man. Like, that's a true definition of a guy who knows his craft inside and out. I could tell that you study from the greats and you put your source into it. You are the definition of what ge this generation is. The video the video game generation defined the odds where the, our forefathers limit us, but we shattered that roof just like that, man. Man, you're gifted, man. You're amazing, man. Like, <laughs> huge fan. I appreciate you, brother. That means a lot coming from you. Um, You hit a lot of things on the nail. Um, but I appreciate you. Uh, thank you. I've, I've been paying attention to you a lot too, Mr. Black. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, actually, before we actually do, we started what we did previously before we had technical difficulties, but we talked about your background. So you can let the viewers know a little bit about yourself, about your wrestling journey, where where it started and where it is right now. Um, Where it started, it started in my bedroom, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I know this is the late night hour, but <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did, Janelle. I see what Thank you did you. there. Thank you. Yeah. True, true, true. I believe I appreciate that. Um, for the for the most part, but I'm being honest though, that's where it started and it, it developed into um like you know, doing my own thing um as a kid, um doing shows at like the, like the nearby part by the nearby projects, um, just to try to like see if it's really that good, um, see if people can resonate. Um, especially with um, our demographic. Um, so it, it being able to do that in New York, um, just wrestling there. And then um, as I got older, you know, making that conscious decision after seeing what's going on in the world um, at a certain age, I'm not, I'm, I'm 33 years old. I have to, you know, that's, that's, that makes a difference as to why I am the way I am compared to my so-called peers. Um, but um from there, I decided to train at Team 3D. I wanted to get an, a good education and a good lineage, and I got that from Bubba and Devon. Um, my rookie year, I got um, signed by Evolve and WWN. They saw the potential. It's not that something I wanted to do. They were aware that it wasn't something I wanted to do, but you know, we spoke it out, we negotiated, and we felt it was gonna work. And then we started working together, and you know, I, I, I asked for my release. And then for two years, I was popping around, um, just traveling the nation, um, accepting being a journeyman, absorbing my, um, perfecting my craft, um, learning um, and, you know, expressing myself. And then um, starting to deal with MLW. Um, um, I had originally was going to work with them before. They're like the first ones that offered me a deal. Um, so we, for three years, they were on and off. We were talking about eventually working together but then, you know, coronavirus happened and you know, we went into a, we had a good conversation back and forth about, um, you know, there's a good way. So a lot of people don't, there's a lot of things people don't talk about, but they're, they're going to send someone to try to talk to you and try to win you over. Understanding, I'm not, I can't be bought with money or um, I'm not dumb, you know, I'm not, I'm not broken. I'm not uneducated. 
So um, we had a conversation and, you know, they bring it up, oh, what's the end goal? <laughs> and so I signed a deal with MLW just so that we can give ourselves something. But when I did that, I felt like I told everybody, like, straight up, you have to understand, watch us. And then I had to leave because I felt like, you know, the world was watching. And, um, you know, I decided to go on a path to uh, figure myself out um, in regards to what am I going to do next? Because after COVID and working with these people once again and, and them being woefully dense once again, you know, it's it's um, it's a crazy thing on the outside and it's a thing going on the inside and really trying to get the work done. Uh, but that's my journey. So right now I'm just a retired pro athlete. Retired after three years. Well, did you feel like you accomplished what your real goal was? Do you feel like, let's say, five years from now, you'll look back and be like, you know what, let me go for one more run. Like, Do you really feel like you're done? Um, um, to an extent, right? You know, it's that whole cliche of this business, um, that whole mentality of never say never. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I made a decision based off of where we are as a society and what we stand up for and what they try to use us for um, specifically. Um, and I felt that it was in my best nature to, to fall back. I mean, what am I wrestling for right now? Scraps? I, I never cared about their contracts and they offered to me twice and I don't care about them. So what am I wrestling for to prove what? I think the bigger message is like, do you really care about our, do you really care about us? Because if you don't care about us and we only care about yourself, you don't really care. We need, we need we don't need puppets. We need real heroes, man. We need real people that are gonna stand up for the people. And as far as working with them, I would probably say, yeah, I'm done. Um. First of all, I want to applaud you for your courage and turning down two relatively pretty solid deals and leave, walking away from that. Yeah. And it takes a different type of person to do that. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, WWN um, Evolve is like a gateway to WWE type of thing. And you left that, you left MLW. So my real question is, how did you come up with the courage to do that? Knowing that you love this bit, you love wrestling, and you want to, you know, be on those bigger stages and perform on those bigger stages. Let me ask you a question, um, each of you guys, because I don't want this to be a one-sided thing. I don't want it to be about that because there's some great things that are coming, you know, in regards to professional wrestling, what we do. Um, you know, um, you get, we were supposed to have this a long time ago. Right? I'm going to be real, straight up, 100%. Fuck it, just do it, All right? We were supposed to have this conversation so long ago. Remember, I was at Evolve. So long ago. I was at Evolve <laughs> the first time Janelle pressed me. I want to talk to you. I think it was somebody Somebody pressed me, like, let's do this, to do an interview with Janelle. And I already know you guys. Like, come on, bro. What is this? <laughs> right? We know each other, right? But at the same Correct. time, not everybody's doing this for the same reason. Some people want to do it to get over. Who cares? It's not what I'm here for. I'm already over, outside of this shit. Like, my life is good. I don't need their money. I don't need their education. All I'm trying to do is influence and make a true representation of who we are. Not the bullshit representation of who we are, this idea, like, as long as there's a black body, we're good. What? Yeah, there's a lot of black bodies. And, you know, a lot of them are the same. A lot of them don't speak up for each other. And if we don't speak up for each other, then it doesn't trickle down. It's the same thing. I can be your 24-7-7-11-9-11 CNN projects. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. 279-24-7 champion. But guess what? Who cares? That's already done. Why are we recycling the trash? So it's not courage. That's the idea that I'm this young dude that's professional wrestler that loves wrestling. I love mm -hmm. People, bro. I love my people and professional wrestling. If I right now with why people say I walk away from deals, I never wanted those deals. I got those deals because of my talent, not because I begged and shook hands and and talked the way they talk, speak the way they speak, wrestle the way they wrestle. No, I do this because there's children in the world that need some inspiration. You guys, 
We know each other better than we should know each other because we know why. Professional wrestling. It's not the color of our skin. Why do we yeah. have to say that? You know why I left. Everyone knows why I left. Why do we have to say that? Why do I have to leave? Courage, courage what? No, they'll find someone else. They'll find a, a watermelon Walt, pineapple Pete, and he'll dance for them. Who cares? They'll take the name. As long as you're good, though, right? But they really talk to me. Everybody wants to be a fish in this thing, but, but, but they can't deal with the piranhas, man. I can't. There's a real problem. It's systematic. It's not just professional wrestling, but that's the world that I could be a part of. If they accept it, if they respect it. You think they respect they respect it? You think they respect it? Not always. It? Nah. Friends look at you and you have to defend, huh? This? But it's about money, right? They marginalize us. There'll be someone else. Fine, I don't care. But me, I'm good. I don't, I make more money than the average wrestler already. I make more money than the guy signed. So what's our dreams and ambitions? You got so used to professional wrestlers wanting to be professional wrestlers that they all pay, they all play to be professional wrestlers. So when you see me, you think you know me. I want to be a wrestler. I want to go to WWE. I want to be over. Nah. I'm not them, man. We need something real. You need it. Okay. And you can pretend and pretend and make it be one of them dudes, but they don't care about you. Who cares? I walked away from it twice. Why? Because it's real. Why didn't we do that interview then? Because I said, watch me. We could grow up together in this business, this industry. We will. Hmm? We will. Because our accord, not on their dime. Okay. Woo! No gimmicks here. That's what they think. But when I walk in there, I talk to them. I knock on the bus office like, listen, what's going on here? Hmm? What's going on here? I'm a nice, I'm a humble dude. I'm not here to boast and brag. I have to leave the business because it has to be real. Why shouldn't I be able to say things? They want to have all types of revolutions in the world. Why can't I have to tiptoe around my revolution? I can articulate it well. We live in a system that is built on hate and lies that circulate because of the best interests of our media. The stock exchange, religious organizations, private sectors that keep 300 feeble-minded, sewage-stepping, self-absorbed sheep, happy, spending, and irreversibly stupid. And now, the man at the sea doesn't want to leave. Do you guys really know where you are? You're worried about professional wrestling. Where are you? Let's talk about it. Why did I leave? That doesn't matter. My people are dying, and this is a virus that really affects my people. I could be out there right now for the culture. Pretending like I care about you. No, I really care. So it's not being brave. It's really being a, a man and not... I love professional wrestling for what professional wrestling can do to the world. It's not a black-white thing. It's a human being thing. It's an earthly thing. It's a common sense thing. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. But they're so, they feel so entitled that now they're trying to tell you that numbers lie. And they're going to sit there. In their seat. That's just like professional wrestling. Professional wrestling to them is like a religion, and everyone's invited if they let you. Uh, hmm? What are we here for? I can be the nice guy. I can be honest. And I showed you that I didn't talk like this. I look like this. I don't have to talk like this, pretend to be some character, some gimmick. My name is Saeed Al Sabah. I'm from New York. What do you want? I can be, there's all different cadences and fluctuations, but what, what representation do you really have sure. that matters? And yeah, they say it's, you know, it's wrestling, separated entertainment from, from wrestling. We don't have to talk that, but you see us and I'm told, sir, please don't put your fist up. Everyone puts their fist up. It's a generic thing. Why am I putting my fist up? And it it's, a problem. Am I strong or do I respect myself more than I respect somebody that's telling me you have to learn to eat shit and like it? Because that's the model, right? You know it better than me. You guys know it. We all know it. 
Next question. Um, Let's have the conversation they're afraid of us having, right? All right, fine. Let me go first. So <clears throat> you obviously, as a type of person now who see the world from the bigger picture, you don't see it now that black, you see it now that white, you see more of a gray area. Because from what I'm gathering, you see it from both sides. And there's ultimately a bigger picture when it comes to this, especially with us as a black culture. Let's even go further back. You know, who knows what happened in history where it has to be something in history why the black man is considered so less than, than a white man. Let's be serious here. We still don't know. Why the hell when we go to these pyramids, they cut off the nose of these uh, of these sphinx to hide the history of the history of planet Earth? So my question is, is to you, what are you doing to spread the message of knowledge, of unity within our culture? Because wrestling was one outlet, but my greater question is, what are your other outlets to spread this message? Um, as much as, you know, I just want to dwell on the fact that you brought up, like, going back and bringing us together. I think going to bring us together, as hard as it's going to sound, the truth is we can't think backwards. Because if you want to be honest, you want to prove someone's willfully dense, you prove how they act now. Yeah, we get it. You can call that a conspiracy that um, they chopped the noses off. You look crazy. Yeah, so the aliens built the pyramid too. Whether you believe it or not, I study ancient mathematics. I know the real world, right? Not just like, you know, just, you know, hey, you know. The truth is, you got a man in office that lost a thing and you can prove that these people are willfully dense. They just won't listen. They're entitled. Why do you have to go backwards? You know what he ran on, why he ran on? And, you know, we can make jokes about all types of people, but when we can't bring up that thing in that world, because, because why? Because the proper, we know, follow the money, huh? Hmm? We know things, where the money goes, where, why it goes and why people are able to move. What am I able to do and spread our influence? Um, money is very important in the world. And that's something you have to acquire and establish. And I've been blessed to be able to, have resources and the ability to chase my dream, follow my dream. But at the same time, you need knowledge and information and industry that likes to keep us down and try to keep us out. You have to learn the industry. So the same way you guys are learning is the same way I was learning. And, you know, I'm proud to say that. You know, I don't want to do it too early, you know, you know, how, but, you know, it's the whole coronavirus thing, but started my own um, professional wrestling company. Um, there you go. No, it's not just, it's not just a professional wrestling company, it's a platform. But for me, as a kid, I was like, you know, I do, I do have other talents, abilities and gifts, but professional wrestling stood out to me. It was something that I felt like You could be anything you want to be. So you could be yourself. And you talk about the video game aspect of wrestling. People always ask me, who's your favorite wrestler? I was always my favorite wrestler. I always created myself and made sure that I could beat everybody. So by the time I got to um, professional wrestling, I was already a grown man that had made the conscious decision to go to school first, to get the resources first, and then maybe the carny um, the carny knowledge. Because if you go in as a, a young kid, you think, bro, you go in at 15 years old and you say wrestling is my dream and I'll do anything for it, you'll do anything. These people pretend to be anything and you'll believe it. Oh, it doesn't work now. It doesn't work now. Well, maybe that character will work. What about someone that's really them the whole time? I'll tell you one thing about professional wrestling. It'll, they're not making money. You think they're making money? They're making money, man. It's a work. They want to look like they're making money. And if everybody's working, then there's no real bosses. I'm a boss, bro. No disrespect. Like, I don't come for money like that. But the thing is, like, we have to establish and build something, right? Because they try to marginalize us. So when we create this company, I can tell you that I'm giving you two events, guaranteed. 
paid for, rings paid for, everything paid for. And if you like me, then you're gonna love what I what I produce and give you. Now, unfortunately, there's a coronavirus. Like we had supposed to have this conversation a long time ago. We never did, but you had come to me, and here we are now. I don't want to do something during coronavirus because I think it speaks a lot. To everyone, if you're going out there right now, and I'm not putting that on anybody. Everybody loves professional wrestling for different reasons. I love what professional wrestling can do for the world. Not what professional wrestling can do for me. I'm good. How about that? I'm good. So I can't be used. I can't be puppeteered. So when I give you something, I'm gonna give you one show in Florida. I'm gonna give you one show in New York. Guaranteed. Judge me off that. Just like when I signed the MLW, everybody was like, yo, congratulations. These dudes, look online. They've been, court said it. I've been trying to get you for three years. I came because of what happened. I came to MLW because of coronavirus. But I told you, watch me. Watch what happens. If I leave, you know why. Everybody's like, why you leave? You know why I left. Why are you guys afraid to say you want me to gimmickify it? It's not gimmickify. You can take anyone. It's still going to be some half-baked, half-fried, punkified, homogenized cool. It can be fake, but we can really make money because where we could take it, where we will take it. Not with them anymore, though. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll get the act together. Professional wrestling needs a czar. As long as some old head in there that doesn't care about us, Someone's always going into the Hall of Fame. But does he care about you just because he looks like you? No. And that's the that's why when people say, like, it's not just a black or white thing. Why do our gay brothers and sisters have to say they're gay? It doesn't matter whether they're gay or not. They're saying it because people don't care about them. So why can't we say it? Because people don't care about us. Do Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter, then you have to change your whole system. Because if, if Black Lives Matter, then white jobs have to be. If, if someone is stopping me, my wisdom, because of their, the system that was created, how can we ever really move forward? Right. And the feds are always watching. They'll come right now and show you, do some shit that we're talking about right now. And then those titles, they don't care. They're always watching. Trust me, they watch, bro. They always hit me up. I'm still. People ask me why I left. Like, no disrespect. I'm nice. I. So I'm always going to be good. And if my peers are doing great things, when I tell y'all, son, uh, there's people that left because of me and they're doing great things. I'm not a name dropper, so I'm not doing that. But I could have done bigger and better. But the idea is that we need true representation, not just some black body. And not even just a black body, not just some professional wrestler. You need some real people. Because wrestling is, you know, sometimes you get embarrassed to show your friends. Shouldn't be like that. That part of it is true. So what is I'm some of the... Work. I have a question. Yeah. What is... what? What's one lesson you learned when you were training under um, Devon and Bubba that you would bring to your new... What you plan to do in the future with your own company? Gotta find stars. You gotta be unique. You gotta be relatable. You know, I could tell you, you could have, I could do, I've, I've, based off the knowledge I've obtained, you could do a show in Florida, New York, Minnesota, Texas. Wrestling's a lifestyle. So you could do a show and anywhere in the country. But that night, that building, those people need to leave knowing, like, yo, that's, this dude is real. Like, no ifs, ands, or about it, bro. Like, this dude is real. ECW, I already feel it in here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's real. So it's about finding stars, not trying to create them. Finding real stars, finding real talent. They're out there. I mean, not everyone's as, you know, I'm not, you know, they're out there. So anybody um, that you have in mind? Um, There's a lot, you know, um, I think Treehouse Lee is probably, you know, like, not to be biased, um, but Treehouse Lee's dope. He's real. That's my younger brother, man. I don't know if a lot of people know that. That's my younger brother, blood and blood. 
Mom, me, my mom, and papa, like real shit. <laughs> Wait, like actual brother, brother. Same mother, same father. Suck passe, man. You got that Haitian blood running through his veins. So we didn't want to politic it. We were learning, so we didn't want to give it away. Like, if you really know us, we really about this. Like, this is a real culture. It's not a black or white culture. Wrestling is real, bro. Like, one of my brothers, I'm happy for Darby. Like, Darby's that dude. That's my brother. Like, people have no idea where we come from, bro. It's just crazy. Like, this shit is Trias Lee has shit the world is like dying to see, bro. Like, wow. Dying to see. That's a decision, though, to, you know, wow. to, to make sure you're doing the right thing in the business. Wow. What is wow. doing the right thing in this business? Mm. Just worried about the next generation, man. Make sure that they get something better. It's not about you. I mean, for some people, it will be, though. Fine. Your gimmick, your character, you'll do anything. <laughs> you guys know it. They'll do anything. Um, I just don't feel it. I feel like you need to inspire people. I'm I'm the person that I am um, based off of a lot of things, but professional wrestling is definitely one of them. And I feel like I want to make sure that, you know, the next group of people are entertained the right way um, and truly inspired and leave um, a lasting impression, leaving a genuine message. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to always be, um not good. It can be great. It can be amazing. You don't have to study for me uh, mediocre. Yeah, you're right. And that's what doing the right thing is not settling for mediocre, not settling for less. It's just so you can, you know, like there's, there's that, gir that girl, I feel, um, Kylie Ray. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, how do you, like, I don't know her situation, but when I hear mental health, she's a star. She got star written all over her. But you know that there's something in this industry that's trying to prevent her from being great. And the great ones have to, what, have mental health issues? No, she's taking care of herself. She's making sure she's good because self-care is health care, man. And wow. if she ever decides to come back, she'll come back. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to really, the real the real ones are out there. You can keep giving money to, you know, non-talent or whatever the case may be. But True. The realness is realness. I understand wrestling's for everyone, but talent matters. Genuality matters. Um, what you leave for the next generation matters. Man. That's why we love wrestling, right? Because it's immortality. Um, when I saw um, Connor, the, the Connor dude, mm -hmm. bro, that's what made me want to be like, put the boots to the truth. Like that little kid, man, that, that weekend, just so many things. It's just like, like how can you not? love professional wrestling like that to me is probably the greatest moment in professional wrestling is that whole connor and um you know giving his speech just the package i think that's what is the greatest thing about professional wrestling i think that's the right thing is that children are being inspired adults too but you know you're getting the good entertainment people say you shouldn't talk about certain sesame street's talking about certain things right now facts okay facts you know, it's not, about, it's not about the way that, you know, it's about how we articulate, how we give it to people. I'm an intense dude. I can be intense. I'm a professional wrestler, but also I can give it to you really nice and humble and, you know what I mean? And, 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 and sprinkle, you know, all the things that we need to sprinkle on it. But at the end of the day, they're saying that, honestly, our lives don't matter, bro. At least in that world. I'm being honest to you. And it's not just going to be some anyone. You need a czar. You need someone in professional wrestling that matters, that has a mind that can protect. Like, don't do that. That's just, that's just... You're good. That's bad. That's not good for us. You know, not someone that's looking out for themselves. Let me ask you a question, brother. You mentioned something a little bit earlier that really stuck out to me and it made a lot of sense. Yeah. And you said that you, you, you gave an example of a 13 year old kid getting into the business and because they want the business, they want to be in business so much, they do anything for it. Right. Now, let me ask you, do you think that there should be an age when a kid, when a person should start because they're so easily manipulated when, they, when they're at a, such a young age? Uh, not necessarily. Um, you could maybe some kind of supervision, but, you know, some great people started at a young age. I wish I started young. I started my, <laughs> I started my own professional wrestling organization when I was younger. We wrestled on concrete. Um, and I had a lot of friends that I wish I had professional wrestlers. Some were dead, some in jail. But I was running that organization because, you know, at the end, we could make a little bit of money after we ran our promotion, go buy Chinese food for the group. You know what I mean? 
But I wish we had that opportunity to, to, okay. to but I do think there needs to be supervision, not just for kids, but for women too. There's a lot of perverts in professional wrestling. That's a fact, man. And it's it's like that's that's what professional wrestling needs to be, is about standing up for the right things. So supervision, some form, some form of like legislation and things like that that does say what what the age limit is. I don't think a four-year-old should start wrestling, but um you know, that you know, there's some people that started wrestling at 14 year old, 14 years old in a church, and now their sons are wrestling, and it's a lineage that yeah. might be great and amazing. And it's not just the original, this is a Latina, this is somebody that's doing great for their people and their heritage, and the thing continues. I do think there needs some kind of supervision because it is very carny. It's the same people that traded in their sheets for tights, and then they traded in their tights for MAGA hats, and now they're taking them off. Or they're supposed to take them off. They don't want to take them off yet. Say that again. 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 So, yeah. Out know. here hiding their true selves for what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's important though, right? Like, some people, they want to fight for what they are. Why are we not fighting for ours? You're always going to be in the same place. That's why I don't understand why we don't want to fight. I'm good. Me personally, I'll be good. I'll show you guys why Saeed leaving. Why? Because I care about myself. I don't have the same thing that they have. If it's if I'm good, this is God engineering. I'm always gonna be good in professional wrestling. I'm gonna be great. The enemy could die. He could, he could fucking you. You're around the wrong people right now. And you catch it and die. You know what I'm saying? So why am I gonna go out there and say that I love my people and I'm out there not respecting them? Can't say the things I'm supposed to be saying. Cause yeah, when it's when it's hot, everybody luchas will take off their mask, and uh, yeah, everybody's black when it's possible. Right now, they care about you. Damn. Like for real, like I understand. Oh, you shouldn't talk about it. All right. Guess what? No, don't talk about Guess it. Not. Why would talk you not it. talk about it? Well, you know they they. That's why you don't stay. That you can't really you know not talk about it like that, but like just entertain people. They love you because you're hot. Do that super. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I could I don't dance. I'm not one of them. I mean I, I dance. I'm nice. That's just that's just me. That's just my soul. <laughs> you feel me? That's just my soul. That's in me. Like, but like that is like, well, do what Saeed does. Like when I was before that, bro, MLW, I was supposed to that whole injustice thing. That's supposed to be me, bro. That whole wow. thing is supposed to be me. What? You know that. What are you talking about? That's supposed to be me. Then they put the tape over the mouth. They think, oh, it's maybe it's the vest. But no sequence glove will ever make you Michael, and no vest will ever make you sigh, and no fucking sneak will ever make you Jordan. It's not about the vest. It's about the message. And no disrespect to my man. That's, I respect my son. But professional wrestling needs to really get real. For real. None of this, some kid puts on a tight that looks the way he's supposed to look, act the way he's supposed to look, come in and, okay, fine. The system wins again. I'm not here to let the system win. I came here to change the game, bro, and we're going to do that. I promise you. I can assure you. There's not a white flag. This is to show you I'm not them. Not me. This is real. And when it's time, it's time. We'll come. I do come and I do talk to them. I'm not aggressive. Not aggressive with them, they're just willfully dense. They don't want to work with us, they'll find another. Well, maybe this will change. They always watching, the feds are always watching. I <laughs> always say that. So, let me ask you a question <laughs> yeah. What was the moment that you saw the world for what it really was? What was the event? What was the person? What was it that opened up your eyes? What do you mean? Like, Everybody has that moment we realize that, oh, shoot, the world's not really what it seemed. Like, for example, for me, it was a DVD called Loose Change, and it was basically on a 9-11. And because of that DVD, I went on, on a rabbit hole of realizing that, yo, there's really a lot of funniness going on in this world that they're not telling us. Like Deep State, um, prime example of how the fact that they low-key try to put us against each other because they realize that if we we are we are more united, we could take over the government. Why the hell ninety over like ninety percent of the money is run by two percent of the world? So what was your moment that you realized that the world's not what it is in the history books that they taught us through K to twelve? Um, I mean, I I guess I'm I'm 
uh, as well as educated, I'm also self-educated, but I never really, as much as I learn about the past, I really try to live in the moment and judge the world based on what I see and how I feel. I've been um, put down or attempt to be put down by all types of people of all races, colors, and seeds. Um, but I've always known the world is what it is based on how people treat me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm Haitian. I've had some pretty strict parents. Sometimes I'll make you feel like, bro, you all alone in this world. And, you know, that's that's this education I always had. I always knew that, like, in a lot of ways I'm good, but at the same time, I always wanted to trickle down. So I always felt like I knew the world. It's even. The world's kind of balanced. It's just what side you going to sit on, you know? I can't say when I knew the world was fake or not. I mean, I can't. I think the world's will. I'm not really that kind of. I think I come across a certain way that I'm not. I'm a little aggressive now because you know there's a lot of stuff that's built up. We're supposed to have this interview so long. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because the person had comedy. It was like this is intense, and I was just. We were all just like, say, yeah. say what's on your heart because because yeah. we know that we've been supposed to have this conversation. Right. So and they, the viewers, don't know. And I like so to hear a lot of built up stuff. And I like to hear what you guys have to say as well on the outside looking in. Because the reason I never came out, even with the first time or the second time, is because I don't have this kind of persona like this, uh, oh, you're beating me up persona. You don't like me. I never wanted to deal with these people, but they told me, like, yo, we could really change the world. You know, what's the end goal? You can't. When I'm when I'm two, when you guys see me the second time, I think I did a show. I forgot what. It's all a blur now. I forgot what show it is. Like it was like long time I seen you guys after WrestleMania. I've seen you guys before WrestleMania. Supposed to be the first interview like three years ago, and then after WrestleMania I seen you guys at a show. And I'm still going through these things every single time you see me at WrestleMania. I'm supposed to be wrestling WrestleMania weekend, but I've turned down those deals. I'm blackballed, like straight up, like yo. And it's not like everyone else where some people can wrestle without contracts. I can only wrestle with contracts in professional wrestling. They only allow me to wrestle with contracts for these, you know what I mean? They don't let me not wrestle without a contract. Everybody else can just show up and sit there and blah, blah, Like, Saeed, you can't wrestle unless it's with a contract. So I got to go do these all small shows. Even though so, I'm a- huh? you, you asked, what do we see from the outside looking in? And I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start first. Yeah. What I see is your wavelength is on a different level. And a lot of people within the industry or the industry in general are trying to control that. Yeah. yeah. The way you move is a lot different than a typical person in the industry. Yeah. And I told you before, I appreciate that. Thank you, brother. Regardless, regardless, mm-hmm. regardless of what you say, Nah, but real talk, regardless of what you say, that it's not courage, it is. Yeah. Because. Not easy. It is not easy. Yeah. We have conversations off camera with some of our friends in the industry who have our skin color. Who are struggling with the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, constantly struggling with the bullshit. It takes a different type of person to be like, yo, I don't need this. Yeah. I'm gonna go this way. I, I don't wanna say like I don't need this, like like them, like I don't need to deal with them. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You don't mm-hmm. need to deal with them. You, like, like you your love is bigger, your love of wrestling is still there, but the fucked up people within there, I don't need to deal with you. I'm walking away. Right. And sometimes it's not a black or white thing. Like I hate to bring I hate to bring my I hate to bring his name up, but when I left Evolve, that was hard. Not because of the whole idea of wrestling, just the people that I'm grinding with. Like we, some of us really care. Like Darby was right there, bro. And as soon as I left, you know, you know how the industry is. It's like, well, one one day is congratulations, hey. Blah, 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 blah. And then the next day is nobody in the world, you know, this guy's crazy. But at the end of the day, only person that called me that was signed was Darby Allen. Darby Allen calls me. He goes, yo, bro, I don't care why you left. I know that you left for a reason. He calls me again, said, how'd you leave? <laughs> 
But I just want to know real quick. But that's and then he leaves. And then he leaves. So it's not a black or white thing. He's a truly talented thing. He leaves. Mm-hmm. He actually is relief and left. Now don't get it twisted. He gets signed, and it's not. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not trying to um, say like. Oh, because I leave, I should go there too. I mean, he probably did a whole different thing. It's a whole different network, and I've never, you know, yeah. the nature. But at the end of the day, like he's a white dude and he's talented. You can see the star power the moment you lay your eyes on him. That's my Darby's not a gimmick. So it's not a black or white thing. It's like genuinely, what are the kids gonna see when you see people dressed up like certain people? It's because they're genuine. It's not because they're dressing like a wrestler that the other wrestlers trying to dress like a wrestler. But I love the fact you always mention kids, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love, love the kids. That. But you got to remember, I, I'll never forget. I don't know which show it was. But, like, you know, typically all the, in, like, most indie shows, like, the kids will be front row. Like, I don't understand because I, I don't even want to sit front row because sweat, spit, I don't want none of that on me. But all the little kids will be in the front at the barricade, excited. And I don't remember which show it was. But it was one show. This one was at... And he literally went to every single kid and shook their hand and said thank you. And you know, to me, I it was probably one of the little things that no one else noticed, but I noticed. And I was just like, see, that's just kind of what you do. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it because you love it. Do it because you see that it makes an impact in someone's life where you can turn around where that kid could have had been bullied that day. Could have not did their yeah. homework and got their ass beat, like Facts. all type of shit in the world could have happened to that little kid. But you shaking their hand, none of that shit matters anymore. Um, to be honest, that's the only thing I'm missing. That's why I don't have to go out there. I don't feel comfortable. Like, why did you leave during? Like, yo, you can you can have done so much as the opportunity to spread the message. It's like, but there's no kids out there. The kids are the future. Kids are the future. Right, and that's why I do it. Like, you're judging me based off of so many other things. Do you know what a kid sees? The way you, our eyes see in different things of that nature. Do you know what a kid sees? They see something totally different than what mm-hmm. you think I'm trained. That's why I don't have to speak. Adults, when they see me, they assume. But when kids see me, they know. They know. They know that anything is possible, bro. There's anything so much hope. Because, yeah, there's hope. And it's not about anything but, like, yo, did you see what he, yo, did you, I can speak, like, I can, I can, I can, where, oh, where'd you get, how can I, but, like, something I've never seen, not, like, the dude that's pretending to be 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 the dude, brother. But the one thing that I learned a long time ago, I forgot where I read this or heard this from, but they always say, you never lose little kid inside of you. And I adapted that because once I, you lose little, little kid inside of you, you lose hope in, hope in people, you lose your faith, and you lose the ability to see the truth within people. The truth is, for me, is the good in people. Even if someone could be the worst of the worst, you can see the good inside of them. And just like a kid... You go to see the bad in people. You would say, I can't be around this person because he has a bad vibe. And the kids are the future because those are the ones that are going to be our next president, our next senators, our next doctors. They are the generation. And as long okay. as you be that person, the hope, that hero that they can look up to, they always remember that moment and realize anything is possible. You know? And yeah. a lot of us lose that little kid inside of us because Yo, life got hard for us. You know, some of my parents were had had dead end jobs, paycheck to paycheck, couldn't always put food on the table, and we was forced to grow up and not go through those proper steps. You know, when yeah. you notice a child that was able to grow up and go through the stages of life, he had to be more put together, more confident, so much positivity. So you being that hope for kids that who may not have the greatest home, but you are that hope. You're the future, and to them. You can, to them, they see you as that Obama figure, the symbol of hope and peace and a better tomorrow. If they just keep on at at their craft, I think I appreciate that. Once again, um, I think a lot of it also is kids see that a lot of places. They're looking a lot of places, and when we're not around certain places, they're being they're still being manipulated. Kids are sponges, and that's very important for us to realize that when we think about professional wrestling think about kids 
you think about professional wrestling, think about kids. I never really speak because I never wanted to come across as someone that was trying to do what everybody else is trying to do. You know, my yeah. my resume, my facts speak more than me trying to sell T-shirts. Um, me dealing with the same website that everybody else deals with. You know, it really it really shows when like when Janelle, you can say what you see, or Mr. Black, you can see what you see, but you guys seen it. You guys watch. You're gonna be in this. Trust me, it's going to get bigger and better. I had spoke to you guys earlier because there's certain things that, that are necessary. You can, we can bring a whole bunch of money to ourselves. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned, kind of learning the business and seeing it outside in and getting to know guys like you, um, is that we have to create our own opportunities. And I think us, us starting our podcast because we, when I tell you how much shit we got in the beginning, whenever I would sign, because I always sign off saying hashtag black excellence, and people never understood why. They never yeah. got it. They questioned yeah. it. They side-eyed us. They, it was a lot of pushback about it. But for me, it was so much. It was us creating an opportunity and a platform so that people that look like us, that have struggled like us, that have experience things like us where we can come together and that's one of my ultimate goals is that we have this platform where people no matter if you're black or white but especially us doing something for us by us and that we can gain knowledge and power from that that's the ultimate goal i i can say for myself for us was always just having that platform and creating the opportunity because the opportunity was never going to come to us. No one was ever going to say, here, take all of this and do something with it or run with it. No, it was never going to be that. It was us coming together regardless of if we fight, if we argue, if if we love, if we hate each other, it doesn't matter. We all, it was something that we decided we had to do. It wasn't something that somebody was going to give us because it never was going to come. So whenever, if we go to a show and we sponsor, it's because we believe in the people and we believe that we have that type of influence. And to and that's our way of saying, you know what, let's support this. And, you know, we always stress support those that support us because right. if we don't, it, right. it'll never happen. Right. And so that's nice. why it, it was always important to have, you know, it's always important to have those conversations no matter who you are. But my number one thing at the end of the day is for us to create our own opportunity. So to hear that's what you want to do, that's exciting because that's ultimately how we all should mentally be in a sense is like, why should we have to always follow? We should be able to lead and bring people together and right. be able to create create magic because at the end of the day, that's what we're gonna be. You know, that's kind of like the legacy. That's what we're gonna be remembered by. No one's gonna right. really remember, you know, the flips and the kicks and all this shit. They're gonna remember the evolution, the revolution that you started, and Facts. how it grew from that. The Facts. evolution revolution that we started. That's why I was always like, "Let's do an interview now." It's like, nah, let's wait. Let's do an interview now. You so, did. Yeah. We was in we was in North Carolina in um July, and that was right when you said you you DM me. You said I asked for my release. I said, yeah. I, yeah, and we weren't even in the hotel yet. So when I get there, I go to Wilkins' room. I said, Yo, he asked for his release, and what you said, it's always for a reason. It's never because you don't want the opportunity or you don't think you deserve it. It's the, always it's always something else. But the reason was good, though, man. Like, Oh, absolutely. The, the reason was, it's something that you you can't argue it because it's it goes against everything you believe in. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not, I don't want to be, like, I'm not this dude that's trying to be a martyr. Not I don't want the worst for myself. I genuinely want to create something. The first time I go out there to go wrestle, they offer me a contract. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm a year out. Like, as much as I was cheating by Bubba and Devon, they didn't give a fuck about me. They didn't know what I was doing. They just came to me. They trained me and said, hey, brother, these walls are cold. Go fucking make something of yourself. I went to Florida. I'm fucking killing. I'm a kid in New York, but as long as I've got my money, I can pay for my situation. See, a lot of people don't understand the insights of wrestling, but I got a point of view that nobody will ever understand to see because I know 
you know, we could have this conversation eventually to get our story because the true story is the best story. I'm not self-destructive, but at the end of the day, when I tell you I don't want to sign a deal and you tell me we can work together and we're going to change the world, and then I'm I'm here and we're trying to change the world, trying to have conversations with you and you're just being willfully dense, then I'm trying to learn. It's very hard to be real when people are always trying to, you have a plot for you. Some people have a plan for you, some people have a plot for you. And you have to be able to pay, 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 pay attention and see what the difference is, you know what I mean? So when we're working together, we have to watch each other and see, because we have the opportunity to grow old. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Not just in this business, but in life. We have the opportunity to grow old together. Um, I'm, I've always loved seeing y'all, but I didn't want to be like, yo, you guys have a podcast. I'm a wrestler. Hey, I, it just feels I'm not that kind of person. I'm a real genuine person outside of this, too. When there's a time and a place, there's a time and a place. Where I see you guys going, where you guys know you're going, where the world's going to see you guys go in the future, it's going to be amazing. Where we're all going to go together, it's going to be some work that we have to put in. But at the same time, judge us. Hold us accountable. Just like we said with MLW and Evolve, hold us accountable. Judge us not because of the color of our skin, but judge based off the content of our work. And what we bring to the table. You know what's crazy? You meant, you said it's about growing old together, taking care of each other, holding us accountable. Yeah. But that is the basics of like wrestling. When you're in a match with somebody, you hold the other person accountable and you take care of that person in, in the ring. Yeah. And that's crazy how you how that's your your whole thing, but that's one of the basics of wrestling. Like, yo, I gotta hold you accountable while I'm in the ring with you, and I gotta take care of you. Right. That's a beautiful. It's beautiful that you think that way too, man. And, and outside of the ring. And the yeah. basis of wrestling also is politics. That there's gonna be someone that okay. that as good as you are, sometimes you're getting the complete opposite universe that you should be getting because of politics. If that makes sense. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. You have no idea how much is that means. When when there was a group of us, a class of us, I don't want to like I don't really don't care. Uh, I really never like name dropping and shit like that because I don't want to seem like I'm trying to like I'm looking for clout and shit like that. That's why I'm yeah. always doing fun. Because you know it's about being real. But at the end of the day, there was a group of us when we signed to evolve WWE. If we all stay together right now, see, I have this weird thing. I don't want to Sound like well, I just knew something was gonna happen that was gonna make the world stop, bro. It's like if you ever pay attention to my Instagram, my Facebook, it's like maybe it is fake news, maybe it is real, but at the end of the day, 2020 was a mirror, bro. And you were able to, I push you were, all the time to them, and you were able to look at people because I'm not gonna lie, if you can look on Wrestling Observer. Ah, you look on Wrestling Observer. They said I uh, I asked for three hundred k. Like number one, who cares whether I did or not? People are dying. Why would you read that? Why do you care about that? Yeah. Priorities. What I asked for? That's not like like that's not life. The idea of life is we need to make a difference. And walk away because of 300k. That's, I mean, that sounds good. That in Wrestling Observer, me as a kid can look up like that's genuinely fact. When I see that, it's like, wow, this is what, that's what they're spinning it. That's why I left because I wanted 300k. I already signed your deal. I left because you know, you didn't want to yeah. follow the of wrestling, you don't want to, you don't want to work together, you don't want to take care of each other. You think me signing is taking care of each other? No. Nah, me taking care of each other is taking care of each other. And we're gonna take care of each other. I have just some stuff like, it's not like I'm just saying it come out the blue. I know you hit me up. I'm not sure why you hit me up um, this time around. Why'd you hit me up this time? Would it just cross your mind or anything? You've been on my mind for a while. Yeah, it was on your mind. I see, I follow your stuff hard and to be honest, I love what you do, and I love kids. I truly love kids, regardless if I have my own or if I have to adopt. I don't see many people show love to kids the way that you do. And not in this cheesy, like, oh, I'm trying to sell to the kids. No, it's a genuine love of the future. 
And it doesn't matter if it's a black, white, red, blue, purple kid, a child's a child to you. And the love that you show the children and the way that you see the world, you I, we just have to talk to you. You gotta, you gotta say something. It's been, and it's been some time coming. So when he said that she was game, I said, "Yeah, I was tired. I was, I was like, yes, he, yes, he said, yes, yes." The reason I never wanted to talk is because, and I'm not gonna say that they did. They tried to, but they can never. They try to ruin me. The idea, I'm not. I was never here to talk to you about the color of my skin. I was here to show you my talent, my ability. And when I, I'm the child of the eighth day, not the black of the eighth day. I'm the child of the eighth day. I represent children. I'm the children's champ. That's what I represent. You know, there's that, why is it X? Is it Malcolm X? No, there's a mathematical equation. X is the variable. If you find that, you'll eventually get to that day that we can all unite. But you're not treating me right. Why do I have, right? I'm, I'm worried about kids, but you're not treating me right. You're you're telling me to put my fist down. We all put our fist up. This is like this. Why do I have to put it? I'm gonna get my charger, guys. Keep right. talking. Because you are fixated on the color of my skin. You're fixated on it. When you guys see me, what about the black aesthetic comes off on me? Listen. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like, you know, we live in this bubble sometimes where, you know, it's like all the black kids got to be together. But it's a way for us to kind of protect ourselves because no one else will. And the one thing, it's funny because especially like watching you on the scene, it was never like, oh, that's the black guy. He's, you know, this is what he's all about, black power, all that. It was he's talented as fuck. Like, it was never like, oh, this black man. No, he himself is talented and he can teach someone to teach someone to teach someone. But, Janelle, you have to understand, like, we are raised in a culture that we got to put in some kind of category. Oh, it's a tough behavior. Yeah, like, 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 um, like, for example, I was watching Dear White People years ago and there was a season one, there was a scene where there was a school and it showed different Characteristics that black people got fit in some type of group. Like there was a church group, there was the hood group, etc. 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 It went down a line of different kind of black people. And then I'm looking at that, I'm like, wow, okay, I get it. But then I'm looking at myself, I said, the funny thing about it, I fit in almost every category. And sorry, at each category, I wasn't enough for that group because at one point I was in church, I was enough for I, I was not enough for the church kids. and But outside, I was enough because I showed good character and good behavior. But yet, mm-hmm. I was too white for the hood kids, but yet, I was too black for the preppy black kids. So you end up being in the middle where there's a weird mixture of the people where I don't want to fit in nowhere. I just think people are people, and that's it. And that's the thing that I'm starting to noticing with your character is you just see the bigger picture. You see that where people first and everything else second. Now understand what you are now understand your message even further, because again they always put us in a box through, through especially in U.S. especially the whole education system. It's always in a box you have to put in. Like when you are in school, oh you're that um, black kid that he's hood, so he's kind of slow. But astrology, you just need a hug, and they put you in a group of special ed, um, education um, kids. So it's always the dang. I always have to find myself in a box or I'll get made fun of. Even with our own culture, us black people make fun of each other because, oh, you're black, but you quote unquote talk white. But you're looking like, nah, I just speak very proper English because that's the way I was taught. So everybody can understand me. But to some people, you're not black enough because you don't fit in within that box of the black category. If you, like, for example, if you're like Kennedy, you're not black. Or if you're like chicken, you're not black. You're looking like maybe because I just don't like it doesn't mean I'm not black. It's just nothing wrong with Henny, but I get the I get the yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that. Trust me, I love Henny, but that's not the point. I like it because I like it, not because I'm black. <laughs> so yeah, everybody eats chicken though. I mean, there's vegan and vegetarians. <laughs> you know what? Valid. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> 
Um, I was going to say, like, leave those people behind, man. Worry about the kids because people go through feelings and go through go through things so that they, they try to project it. Like, you know, as a professional wrestler growing up, I was told or someone tr- not someone tried to tell me that, you know, what are you, a white boy because you wrestle? Yep. Yep. We mm-hmm. just talked about that a couple weeks ago on, 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 the, on the podcast. Like, what? I was, as when within the black community, you get make fun of watch. Oh, you watch that fake stuff? I'm like, but yeah. you watch Love and Hip Hop. So, <laughs> what's the my difference? Whole, my whole thing is, boom! I like, okay, this is younger, so <laughs> it's different. But like, just leave that person behind. I'm knock you out. Get out of here. Wrestling's fake. Well, a fake person just beat you up. What are you gonna do with that? A fake athlete beat you up. You know. So that's that's not true. that's what I think that's the problem with wrestling. A lot of people are portraying it, or a lot of people are portraying to be black. A lot of people are portraying to be um, a Pokemon fan or portraying to be gay. It doesn't matter what you are at the end of the day, because kids don't necessarily see those things. Like you know what I mean? Kids don't necessarily. When you were younger, I mean, yeah, The Rock was whatever, but did you really? Was that really the thing that did it for you? Was that was that what it was? You know, like I just think it's 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 real. Realism is gonna um, pop through. Leave those people behind. People that think like that, you can't argue with people. There's kids that need to be inspired and motivated. They're sponges. People have gone through things. I can't. You ever been spat in your face? You ever smell spit on your nose? Someone spat on your face? Some people have gone through that. But a whole another story that I can't deal with. I'm mean, let me worry about the kids. Let me see if um, five thousand years on this rock, there's still potential. There's still good things going on. So. I understand that people are going through things, but leave those people behind. They don't even believe in numbers anymore, man. Men lie, women lie, and these people are telling you. I mean, I know we're talking about professional wrestling. That's why I left. It's because we're going through a lot as a people in 2020. Uh And black people, too. But as a nation, there's a man right now, if you turn on your television, that does not want to leave the chair. At all. This is what we should be talking about. As cool as professional wrestling, as cool as my situation is, I, I, I've i went on vacation. I've gone to places, you know, obviously it's clean and sanitized, but I'm spending money for no reason. I bought a fucking ferret and I called him Ferragamo. I don't care. I can have a the ferret. Fer- is that an exotic animal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold up. But it's like, That's I it's not, a lot of people can't do that, but I have the opportunity to live life. You know what I mean? I mean, so as you should, because, I mean, if anything this year has taught, I think all of us is, let's just show it. Like, you don't, tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, yeah. we we have this amazing platform, but all of this can be gone tomorrow. Right. So that whole, you know, when you said living in that moment, you know, for someone like me that loves to plan and I'm always like this, like, this whole pandemic, us, you know, dealing with our podcast, not normally, all those things has taught me just live for the, mo- like, live for right now. Like, right now is what matters. I'm, in a sense, you have to be responsible, right? Because you have to be safe and spectacular. Oh, absolutely. Like, you can do certain things. Like, I, I, I'm really having the time of my life. Like, I hate to say that because so many people aren't. That's why I try to, invent, and that's why I'm not trying to go online and be like, yo, look at me living my dream Niggas, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, what pride, nigga? Like, you know, what I mean? like, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm good deep down inside. But it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want there to be. There really has. To, you have to look at your so-called heroes. Look at the people. Like, I mean, I'm not a rapper, but look at these these little wings and and these fifties. These people look cool, but when they really act like that, bro, like for real, you gotta look at your heroes because yeah. it's not about. That's why I say it's not about color because a lot of the problems are coming from our side. As long as just some guy that's there, you can. He always hates on his color. Why? Why don't say nothing? Oh, you don't brave enough to talk about them. You brave enough to talk about us because you're the so-called czar of us. You ain't the czar of us. I'm the czar of us. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna change. I've gone behind the scenes and try to work with these dudes. What do you think? People are sick, man. Try to get over, man. Are right, any last questions, guys, before we do wrap this? We will definitely have another conversation when yeah, you're able to. to tell us some more good stuff yes. about you. 
But you guys have any other last lingering questions before we do sign off? This interview, this interview made me see a lot of stuff in a different light. It was needed. It. Yes, it was everything, needed. Everything happens for a reason. And, you know, now looking at it, there was a reason why we didn't do it before. Be we didn't do it before. Company right here. Oof. Ooh, so, I love when we get I love when we get sneak peek and stuff because only us get that. Prepare for it. And we're coming to Florida, we're coming to New York. We're gonna Where do, in Florida. Um, you know, there's a few places. Um, it's probably gonna be near the Orlando. And that's what I think with our culture, we'll talk about it, but we're gonna set up something where we have it's an eventful. It's more than just an event. You guys, you guys know how it is, you know. Yeah, like, you know, New Orleans, we're, we're all different places in different cities around the world. It doesn't have to be, I'm from New York, so we're definitely coming home for the second show from New York, but I want to go to Florida. I want to show that we have something special, and we're going to do that. We're going to roll things out as soon as possible, but I do appreciate you guys having me. Sorry if I'm like, you know. You, nah. What? No, <laughs> never. Listen, if you of all people know, never be sorry for how you are and who you are and what you bring to the table. Absolutely exactly. not. We will never do that to you. You already know from day one, you've always been a friend to the podcast. Outside exactly. of wrestling, inside of wrestling, exactly. it does not matter. So exactly. we are just as appreciative of you taking the time out and speaking your truth and your story because you have people that are watching right now that's either never heard of you or heard of you and didn't know what happened to you and what's going on. They're trying to put me in a box. <laughs> and, and like I told you, we wanted to give the platform where, where the time was right. Let's go. So this this for us, we're just unappreciative as you are. So thank you. Thank you so thank you. much. Um, you want to tell the viewers where to find you and stay tuned to any new projects you got going on. I mean, we got um, sneak peek, so once this, is, once this is all figured out, you know, we'll we'll roll call. I mean, definitely two shows will announce things and rosters and a belt and all the stipulations and um, the event and the place and the package of how we could all do this. We're trying to do something where at least it's um, the first event will at least be one day, but there'll be things in between that you could enjoy while you're at your hotel or if, if that's the route you decide to go. Um, but at the same time, um, it's not about me. Go out there and be safe and spectacular, man. Like, care about the next man. There's a, you hear sirens. That's not my sirens, but that's care about the next man. That's how you know you live in. That's how you know you live in a city. You get sirens. <laughs> yeah, care about the next man. Spread love and, and make smart decisions. Hopefully, you know everybody acts accordingly. And, and there's a lot of work to do as people. You know, it doesn't stop. There's no way I see a lot of people celebrating and all that. Nah, I'm going to go away for a little bit and work on myself, continue to work on myself. Um, when I come back out, maybe it'll be that day. Maybe it'll be the next day. I can't guarantee it, but we'll try. There you go. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you thank so you. much thank you. for your words and your wisdom. Trust me, it does not go unappreciated. So, And the viewers, I know, will take definitely a look at when you're ready to show the world they all eyes will be on you okay appreciate you have a great one all right yeah, you do too, the same bro. those once again you can follow us on instagram twitter facebook at the job podcast for not only this amazing episode but any of our other podcast episodes but we once again thank you so much for joining us um hashtag black excellence hashtag we are out awesome